0: Hey, hey! what's up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 547 and session number 171 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast and I'm going to do it again here today. And the question, I'll give it to you right now, is how to create a face to my brand if it's not me and how do I create content, right? So That is the question we're going to be answering. It's a good question. It actually is also about creating a second brand and not wanting to be the face of the brand. So I've got some thoughts there on that and I think you're going to enjoy that. So I'm gonna play that for you here shortly. Now, before we do jump into that question, if you have a question that you want me to answer on an upcoming Ask session, all you need to do is head over to TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash ask. And that's all you have to do. Just go there, leave your name, and a question, and I'll do my best to air it here on an upcoming Ask Scott podcast. All right, so that's all you got to do. Now, before we do jump into that question, you guys know I've got some updates I want to share with you usually, and also I've got some thoughts that I want to share with you that hopefully will help you, uh, you know, through your week or just maybe at the point where you are right now. Sometimes we have to be reminded of certain things. I want to remind you something here in a minute, but before we do, we have started our four-part series, podcast series, that is, on PACE. Now, if you have not heard about our PACE method or our methodology, then you need to go back and listen to episode 542. And basically, it's our four pillars to building a successful brand, and especially a brand that will last. Like That's what we're talking about, and we're breaking it down in detail. Uh, These are, are really informative, and they're also... Full of action steps. I'm actually giving you guys assignments on what to do to kind of go through this entire process. And when you do, you will have a really, a really good understanding on how to put these different components into your business. And, and really the cool thing is, is no matter where your business is, you can plug these in and you can go back and you can refine and you can enhance them. And actually, when you go through each one of these pillars, you're going to find also that you're going to learn stuff in one pillar that you can bring over to another pillar all right so definitely check out the pace method that we're describing here in this mini series and again i will link everything up in the show notes we've already kicked this thing off you should have already been able to listen to those three episodes and there's two more coming actually 548 and 549 will be the uh, the other two pillars that we're going to be talking about, which is the C and the E. All right, so definitely check that out and let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any questions. I'm also recording some whiteboard videos walking you through PACE um, on uh, on YouTube, on the YouTube channel. If you want to check that out, head over to TheAmazingSellerTV.com and also comment there, subscribe there, do all that cool stuff. Let, let me know what you're thinking and and uh you know like if you have any questions I want to help you with this because I think it's that important to really uh start adopting this uh this methodology. All right. So with that all being said, I know that's a lot. Probably should give you the show notes you can go over and check that out if you miss that. TheAmazingseller.com forward slash five forty seven and that'll get you all the show notes and the transcripts there. All right. So what are my thoughts? Well First off, I just uh, let me just I'll kind of fill you in on what's been happening. Uh, my father, uh, who just turned seventy-five, uh, which is crazy. I can't believe I have a father that's seventy-five, and I can't believe that uh, I'm going to be forty-six. I'm forty-five right now, the time of this of this recording. But uh, July 30th, I will be 46. Uh, So it's just crazy. Like, time just flies by. And I think as you get older, as we've been told before by our parents, our grandparents, you know, wait till you're older. It's going to go by really fast. And it does. It goes by really fast. I've got, you know, older kids now. I've got a daughter that's married. I've got a son that's in college. And I've got a 10-year-old daughter who's going to be getting into the, or going into the fifth grade, which is just crazy, right? But I had my father here. And every time that I spend time with my father, he lives in Florida, I live in South Carolina. Every time that we get together, I appreciate the time that we spend together even more. Uh, I just, I like to try to just remember that time is so precious. And as we get older, you do realize that because, you know, people have passed away and some people aren't in your life anymore and you start to understand that. So what I really want you to think about, and I think you've already heard this before, but I'm going to tell you again, life is short right it's too short to be honest with you I mean I'm just getting started right I mean yeah I'm still young right to some people to some people I'm old if you talk to a kid that's you know 18 I'm, I'm old right I'm older uh, but uh, you know I still feel young but here's the deal I want you to number one I want you to think about your life and where you are right now and if you are not 100% happy in where you are then you need to make a decision to change that, all right? Because life is too short. If you're at a job that you hate going to every single day, then figure out a way to get out of that job. So this way here, you can still support your family. You can still do the things you want to do, but there's no reason we have to do things that we don't enjoy or that we love. If there's one lesson that I would teach any kid out of high school is go into a profession that you are excited about, that you're happy about, you know, you know, excited, pumped up, you're passionate about. Like, I want that type of excitement because you are going to be doing that for a long time. Now, you don't have to stick with that, but why not start out in the direction that you would love to go into, right? Or or the area that you would love to be involved in. Now, things do change, right? As you go through life, things change. You get new interests, you get new passions. That's fine, but don't just settle because you think you have to settle all right and i don't want anyone to to think they have to do that cuz life is too short if you're if you're at the end of the end of the road right you're you're laying in in your deathbed and i hate thinking about that but if i'm laying in my deathbed like what am i going to think about the first thing i'm going to think about is probably did i do the things i wanted to do with my family that's the first thing i'm going to think about and the second thing is i'm going to think about okay did i help other people from my existence of being here right have i have i done enough Should I have did things differently there? Those are two things that I think about personally. That doesn't mean that that's how you have to think, but that's how I think. All right. So just a little reminder here for you. Life is short, but we can make it really, really fulfilling if we understand that we are in control. You are in control and i want to thank my father for reminding me this uh, one more time just by being here and and by uh, you know r- like really allowing me to understand through his you know through his upbringing and and through teaching me this that you know this is precious right this time every hour we have is precious right so if you think about that and you think about where you are if you are not happy and if you're not taking the time to spend with someone and be present with that person, you need to change that, right? Because life is too short, all right? So that is my, my little uh, pep talk to you. Go out there, make it happen, create the life that that you want, that you deserve and that you love and that you can't wait to get up every day to just go and attack it and just have fun and and enjoy the people that you're around, all right? So go ahead and do that, all right? Now, that all being said, Let's go ahead and get to it. Let's go ahead and dive into this week's question. I'm gonna go ahead and play that recording. You can listen to it, you can listen to the question and the answer, and then I'll pop back on here and we will wrap this up and you can get on with your day and go out there and make it happen. What do you say, let's do it. So today's question comes in from Jeff and Jeff asks, hey Scott, I'm starting a second brand and I need someone to be the face of the company for social media purposes. I know you operate multiple brands, so I wanted your advice. How much do you pay the people that are the face of your brands? Okay, it's a great question. Uh, First off, let me just say this. If you are not the face of your brand, then there's a couple of different ways that you can do this, all right? Number one, you can ask them if they wanted to basically create content for you on a regular basis, and then you would pay them, okay? That's the simple way of doing it. I know myself personally uh, that if you had someone that was an expert in a certain field and you said, hey, once a week, can I sit down with you and can we like shoot like an hour or two's worth of video and I can just ask you questions or you can teach me um, how to do X, Y, and Z and I'll pay you a hundred bucks. Most people would do that and they'd be excited to do it because they're good at it, right? And they enjoy it, right? I'm thinking about like the Jeep market, for example. Um, I have uh, actually someone that does my pool. Her husband is into Jeeps and he also happens to work on Jeeps all day long, but he loves it and he's working on them on the weekend and everything. I know for a fact, because I said to her, I said, has he ever thought about doing a YouTube video? He goes, oh, he really doesn't know how to do that stuff. And I'm thinking, well, if I knew how to do it, this guy would probably do it for a hundred bucks a week right? So for a hundred dollars, how many pieces of content could I create to be the face of my brand in a sense, or the expert, right? Now you could have multiple ex- experts that are in your brand. It doesn't just have to be the one, um, but you could totally do that. And I know people would be willing to do it. What if you have someone that's a golf guy, right? Or a girl, right? That is good at golf, but they don't teach right now. They don't, you know, they don't do instruction, but they're good at it and they enjoy it. Well, you could say, hey, could I sit down with you for an hour at the range, and you can give me tips and techniques on how to correct my slice, how to drive further, how to putt, how to uh, chip, all of these different things that I know go into a golf game, and I know them firsthand because I'm terrible at all of those, and I need some help. Um, but you could hire someone for a 100 bucks for you know an hour and a half, two hours, and then they can create all this content for you, and all you got to do is set up a camera and just record it, and then there is your content. So that's one way of doing it. If you wanna take it to the next level, and this is kinda what we've done, is where you make that person part of the brand. They're an equity shareholder, all right? This is where you're going to give up equity for your brand or in your brand. So this way here, they're also feeling like they're going to be getting more out of it. It also incentivizes them to wanna continue to create content at their own pace, right? And if they're excited about it, they're gonna wanna create it on a regular, on a regular basis, which is great for you. Um, now the downfall of that is you are gonna be sharing equity. But I think there's a lot of upside to that because that person is going to feel more connected to the brand. Also, they're gonna learn more about the people that they're serving. They're gonna probably feel good about it because they're getting feedback and questions from people all over the world. So it's a way for you to allow them to let them do what they wanna do, right? And If that makes sense. So it's kinda like you're giving them that opportunity. But that does mean you're giving up part of your equity. And, and again, what is that worth to you? I don't know. Uh, maybe it's 25%. Maybe it's 10%. I don't know what that is, but you'd have to give them some numbers. Like we're projected to do this. You would get 10%. That means that you have potential to make this. And if the business grows, you get you know 10% of everything, whatever it is, you need to work that out. I would definitely probably draw that up with your attorney as well, um, rather than just a handshake. But um, that's what you can do. So there's a couple different things you can do there. Like I said, um, I would probably stay away from just going to Upwork or someplace like that and saying, let me hire someone this week and then next week hiring someone else. I'd like to get someone that was the face and someone that was consistently on there. Another little tip here, if you sat down with someone for an hour and you shot little 10-minute clips, you've got a nice solid stream of content there for a month, month and a half, and then you can do that once a month if you want to. All right, So it doesn't have to be where you're creating content every day. You can batch that stuff, and that's what I really like about using someone that is an expert in that field. If it's not you, go find someone. Now, the last thing I want to talk about, though, really quickly is you're starting a second brand. My only concern ever in doing this, and again, for you it might not be an issue, but for anyone else... I don't think that you should just go out there and start launching multiple brands because then what happens is you take the attention and the focus off of one brand to help the other brand and then that brand suffers, right? So just be careful of that. I just wanna warn you because I've actually had that happen to myself even in just previous businesses where the attention comes off of this, goes over here, then this one here, I'm putting all the attention, this one starts to slip. So you gotta be careful, All right, so if you do start that new brand, make sure that you do have someone that you can rely on that either is the face of the brand or someone that actually can help drive the brand. All right, so hopefully you got value from that. Hopefully that makes sense. Gives you some things to think about. And again, you can go out there and find someone else to be the face if you don't want to be the face. And, you know, the other thing I do want to just kind of highlight here as well is if you're going into another brand or you're building another brand and you already have an an existing brand, make sure that you are not cutting yourself too thin or spreading yourself too thin because, again... Time, right? And back to what we talked about before life is too short. You don't want to also work yourself to death to where you're never able to really live the life that you want to live. So make sure that you have the time, make sure that the partner or the face that you are going to be working with has similar interests as far as, or at least, you know, visions for the company, or if you're just going to one-off hire them, just make sure that they're going to be around for a little while. And, uh, there's someone that you can rely on. All right. So that would just be my last little bit of advice there. All right. So little reminder here again, I would definitely suggest you, strongly suggest you go through this series that myself and Chris Schaefer are doing right now on PACE, all right? P-A-C-E, preparation, foundation, and then from there, the attention, and then cultivation, and then expansion. Those are the four pillars that we're covering that can be really overlaid on any business and it starts with the p and then you move forward through each pillar and then once you get through all of those pillars and you have a nice little business set up guess what you get to go back and dig into each one of those pillars and make it better and improve it and expand on it and once you learn these different skill sets in each of these pillars, you'll have them forever, and that's an asset that you have that no one will ever be able to take from you, so definitely check that out. The episodes, like I said, I'll link them all up on the show notes to this episode. That is TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash 547. The other thing that I'm going to do, I actually didn't think about this until right now. I'm going to create a link right now, and it will be TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash Pace, P-A-C-E, and what I'll do is once all of those are done, I will link all of those up on their own page on the blog, so you can just go there and you'll get all of the resources for Pace and really building your business to run on Pace. I love it. I love it. All right, so that's all you got to do. The last last little bit of a reminder here is if you are stuck right now and if you have, you know, not even picked your market or you're struggling to pick your market or your products or you want to expand your market into submarkets and you're just stuck, definitely check out our training over at theamazingseller.com forward slash bootcamp and you can actually look over myself and Chris Schaefer's shoulder and you can see exactly how we've done it from scratch inside of the bootcamp so definitely go check that out All right, guys so that's it that's going to wrap it up as always remember I'm here for you I believe in you and I'm rooting for you but you have to you have to come on say it with me say it loud say it proud take